You're about to soar in business and in life. This podcast is designed to elevate your mind and skyrocket your success. My name is Connie Scavella, and get ready to think bigger, move faster, rise higher, and stay there. This is the Soar Podcast. This is a special edition of our podcast because today you're going to get to listen to another chapter of my book, Soar. Think bigger, move faster, rise higher. And the book is divided into three parts. Each part is one of those maxims. And today we are in the first part of the book, Think Bigger. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this reading. Part one, Think Bigger. You are only subject to what you hold in mind. David R. Hawkins, MD, PhD. Chapter 2 I am done. To gain that which is worth having, it may be necessary to lose everything. Bernadette Devlin The room was very quiet. If a stranger had walked in, they could smell sickness in the air. To look at me was not a pretty sight. I was gaunt in the face, bloated in the belly, bone thin on my arms and legs. Quite frankly, I was a mess. I was panting on the edge of the bed. I had come back from the track. That's what I called it. A 12-foot trek from the foot of my bed to the bathroom and back. It felt more like 12 miles. It was a Herculean effort just to pull myself to the edge of the bed. I paused to rest. I mustered in the strength to stand on my toothpick-like legs, shuffling like Tim Conway's character in a Carol Burnett episode. I made it five more feet to the doorframe of the bathroom. Time to rest again. But all my weight against the pocket door trying to catch my breath. When I bought the house, I loved how big the master bath was. This day, I was cursing it. Only five more steps to the vanity. Rest. I did not want to look in the mirror, but I couldn't help myself. I wondered what was worse, how I looked on the outside or how I felt on the inside. Mustering up the courage for a quick glance, I could barely recognize myself. That was not the face of a former runway model. Even my eyes seemed to have lost their twinkle. I had enough, and I turned away from my reflection. Holding on tightly to the doorframe, I slowly lowered myself onto the toilet, let out a deep, long sigh, and closed my eyes from the light. Rest. After being on my feet for so long, it was pure bliss to just sit again. I was wishing I had a book nearby as I tried catching my breath, but it really didn't matter as I had recently become dyslexic, so even reading turned out to be too arduous. The last ten days felt like my body was literally eating me from the inside out. Nothing in my head seemed to be working right. Even all the dreams were now in black and white. As the color faded from my life and body, my days and nights faded into each other as well. I was so frail that the weight of my head felt like a bowling ball on a rag doll. So I leaned slowly to the left 
to rest it against the wall for support. I wondered what would kill me first, this mysterious disease or the unbearable boredom of living like a prisoner in my own body. I remember a time as a little girl, someone locked me in a dark closet. I wasn't sure if it was a game or punishment. Was I supposed to fight my way out of it or wait quietly for someone to rescue me? The longer I was trapped there, the angrier I caught. Whether it was a game or a joke, it wasn't funny anymore. I wanted to be set free. That is exactly how I was now feeling in my body. If I only knew what disease I was battling, I could put up a good fight again. But was it a disease? The doctors didn't know. I didn't know. Something was happening to my body and it was breaking down faster than I could repair it. Now for the same dreaded return trip back to bed. Often it was hours of shuffling, leaning against walls, grabbing onto furniture. Some days I wondered if the trek was worth it. The agony in exchange for relief. It had been going on for what seemed like years. In reality, it was only a few months into this rapid steep physical decline. Even so, it was more than I could take. I had finally reached my breaking point. Is this the culmination of my life? No highs, no lows? The monotony of every day being the same was an unbearable thought. I didn't want this sepia-colored life I had seen so often in others. I called them the walking dead, not feeling joy, just living as flatliners in daily drudgery, knowing that each day is the same, just with different clothes and different weather. Nothing changes from day to day, month to month, year to year. Surrendering at Depth I was never a quitter until that day. The last hour seemed to drain the few remaining ounces of energy from me. I was out of creative ways to feel better and for the first time acknowledged that I didn't have any more fight in me. My next conversation with God could have gone either way. Another request for the cessation of pain or a prayer for a few more hours of sleep. I welcomed the rarity of sleep as it temporarily halted the doldrums of thinking. As I took in a deep breath, a completely different feeling washed over me. A half-smile flashed across my face as I realized I wanted so much more than to escape my pain. What was I doing asking for so little when my life had been so big? I felt a deep sense of gratitude filling my heart as I recalled the laundry list of life's blessing. I said, God, thank you for my amazing life. My greatest honor to be raised by an unconditionally loving mother and best friend. She adored me and instilled the seminal values that guided and formed the foundation of my success. I had modeled and traveled all over the world, speaking multiple languages. I had all the fancy homes, beautiful artwork, and fast European sports cars. I owned my own companies and rose to the pinnacle of the career ladder, working for others. Professionally, I earned over a million dollars at a young age. With your grace, I conquered terminal cancer three years ago. On top of that, my relationships were all so special. Even my dog was perfect. Best of all, I had already met the true love of my life. My life was complete. I suppressed all the milestones of worldly success. I touched others in meaningful ways and was deeply impacted by loving souls 
and great teachers along the way. I experienced more in a few years than most people do in a lifetime. I am happy with my life, but I just can't go on with all the pain. It was an amazing life, but now I am done. I just can't do this any longer. I am okay with going now. My words trailed off into the silence. There was a stillness in the air and in me. I felt complete. There was nothing else to do. I had no unfinished business, no unfulfilled hopes, or empty promises. As this certainty arose within me, I could begin to feel a separation from myself, from the person I had known as Connie. It was like peeling away the top of those sticky game pieces to reveal the prize you won. Yes, I am done, I said slowly to myself. Immediately, I heard a voice that filled the room ask me, Are you sure? I was in complete shock. I wasn't expecting anyone to really be listening, let alone replying. That question genuinely made me contemplate what I had just said. I sat with that for a long time. What does that mean? What would that look like? How do you know when you're done? Done did not mean I was about to take my life or anything drastic. Done just meant I can't do this anymore. I have no way to bookend my pain. It's endless. It is my constant, unwanted companion from dawn till dark. I can't do this reality anymore. I can't go on this way. I can't go on in this body, and I can't go on with these thoughts. This was not living. I felt like I was dying. I felt like I was going backwards. I was done. I reiterated my great gratitude to God for everything in life. The beauty, the love, the joy, the truth, and the peace that I have. I also found myself feeling thankful for all the low points as well, because each one took me to a higher place. Everyone who broke my heart made me realize how big it really is when I forgave them. Everyone who took from me made me realize how abundant I really am. Everyone who took from me made me realize how abundant I really am. Everyone who ignored me and blocked me out made me appreciate silence and time with myself. Everyone who said I'll never amount to anything made me discover my strength, resilience, and power. There was nothing that was lacking in my life. There was nothing I hadn't done. There was nothing I needed. There was nothing unfinished. There was no one left to meet. There was nothing left to do and nothing left to say. My life was complete. I was fulfilled in that moment. I could taste the sweetness of freedom. It took all this to see how magnificent my life was in such a short period of time. Laying there in bed, thanking God for everything I am, everything I had, and everything I did was the happiest moment I've had in a very long time. Looking back at it now, I can say I was blissful. My physical body was in a chaotic spiral. It could no longer function, eating itself in some spots and inflaming itself in others. My thoughts were no better. Living in constant pain makes it difficult to focus on anything other than a way to eliminate that pain. I never took drugs. After working in the pharmaceutical industry, I just never saw enough of a benefit to it. 
I always believed it was best to address the source of pain rather than simply assuage the symptoms. I felt at peace with this decision to be done. I didn't go out in blazing glory, but sort of whimpering out in my bed. It was okay to stop fighting for every breath. I was done resisting whatever my body was trying to do to me. It was okay because everything I had done with my body prior to that was beautiful. It was time to lay down all my weapons and armor and simply surrender. My fighting days were over. I was not giving up. I was giving in to something much greater than myself. I am done. I slowly repeated to the one who asked. Thanks for listening to this chapter of the book, Soar, Think Bigger, Move Faster, Rise Higher. I would love for you to come back next week and listen to the next chapter or the next edition of the Soar to Freedom podcast, where we do want you to think bigger, move faster, rise higher, and stay there. If you want to get a copy of my book, go ahead and go to Amazon. You can also find it on Barnes & Noble, and it's available on Audible. I look forward to having you back every week as you elevate your mind and skyrocket your business. One more thing before you go. If you're loving these kind of messages, I want to invite you to our community. We have a group that's hosted live on Facebook called The Iconic Entrepreneur. Come join us over there. It's entirely free, and we're going to go a lot more in-depth on these topics and how you can apply it to your life and to your business so you can truly soar. So you can look on Facebook for the Iconic Entrepreneur Group or just follow this link. Go to ConnieScavella.com forward slash iconic. Again, that's ConnieScavella.com forward slash iconic and look for some links below as well. So we hope you're enjoying these messages. We hope these help you completely transform your life, your business, and your mind. So our goal is to elevate your mind and skyrocket your business. Don't forget, you can pick up a copy of the book Soar on Amazon and my website as well. Come back next week for another exciting message on the Soar to Freedom podcast.